Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. Is when I do the sound checks. Go ahead and say something for me. I am projecting all of my feelings <laughs> into this microphone because Lorelai tells me that I project. So thank you for that. <laughs> oh God. Hundred percent gonna go in the. I am projecting. <laughs> I am. I am projecting right now. Hundred percent. I suppose what we don't want is to project our negativity. Yes, no, I'm projecting negativity. No, Unless it's onto somebody else who deserves it. I feel like. Because otherwise, what do we do with it? Right. Just carry it around with us. Nobody has to bear the burden. Uh, <laughs> and it's probably the lowly Piscean person like myself that's like, damn it. Yeah. Harassing people is my job. I'll carry it for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Third Eye with Lorelai. And I am here today with the lovely and amazing and hilarious Julie Lyons again. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Heck yeah. And we are eating, just so you know. <laughs> In case you hear any smacking, it's not me. <laughs> yeah, m- most likely it's Lorelai. <laughs> I haven't um, quite learned how to not eat super quietly. But you know, here here we are. And it's going to be We're fine. We're grazing animals. That's yes, great. yes we are. We are nourishing ourselves. I want to say that we got some good feedback from the last episode Ooh. that we did. Yes, please um, tell us. We um, had a quite a amount, a good amount of listen. So thank you to everybody who's listening and re-listening. Yes. Um, the twin flames, the soulmate. We kind of scratched the surface on it, yes. and a lot more people want to dig a little deeper. Yes. Um, some people got their feet wet in mm-hmm. the spiritual realm, mm-hmm. and knowing what twin flame soulmates and karmic relationships are, so I am very happy to be back. Yes. I am very happy to have you back. Yes. And I want yeah. you to know that I do have notes again. I I, I wouldn't have expected anything. I'm not else. as prepared as I thought I would want one to be, but we're just going to flow. Yeah. You're amazing. Thank you. That is great. Keep, <laughs> keep speaking into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep telling people mm-hmm. these things that make me so happy. Yes. Okay. So today <clears throat> we're going to be talking about spiritual intimacy. Now, to me... Spiritual intimacy is more than just the physical intimacy. It's beyond having sex with somebody or kissing somebody or having that contact. There's a level that you can experience with another person that goes beyond just like that 3D contact. Right. So, and a lot of people have experienced some of that and aren't like aware of it. And what it feels like is chemistry. And there is a remembering that can happen whenever you meet somebody that you have either been intimate with or had that spiritual or even physical intimacy with or both genuinely. Um, Because I feel like when you actually do engage in physical intimacy, there is a level of connection that happens with your energetic bodies as well, even if you're not fully awake to the whole spiritual thing. But the remembering part is indicative of those past life journeys that you've had and those incarnations with these different people that 
you are remembering that intimacy. And for me, I'm just going to crack it open and talk about the. Go for it. <laughs> so um, for me, um, I obviously experience, you know, the, the connection and that physical and a um, spiritual intimacy with my husband. But there are times, especially because I do the tarot reading and because I do this, this work and I'm engaging with new people all the time, I'll meet somebody and I remember, I remember those, that, that connection. And it feels like a drive to be with them. It's the energy that you guys are exchanging in that moment. Yes. And it, and especially if it's like, it's like, it's, it's almost kind of like my energetic bodies are feeding theirs and, and, and like there's this reciprocation that happens that feels really good. And, um, I had, I had two instances where this happened. And, uh, the first instance was at like the very beginning of my like awakening process. And I had met this, this girl or I mean, woman, whatever. And she, it was like, what? Cause I am a cisgender female. Mm-hmm. So I, I am attracted to men, but it was, it threw me off when I met her, because I was just like, why am I attracted to you? What is happening? You know what I mean? Not that that's a bad thing. I don't think that that is a bad thing, even in an, at but all. But you, mag- you were gravitating to her magnet, like yeah, a magnet. Like a magnet. Yes. yes it, You're like, I want to know everything about you. Yeah. It was very... You were fangirling. I was fangirling. It was very mm-hmm. weird. And she was the same way. And it was like, what is this connection that I feel? Right. You know, where is this coming from and why do I feel this way? And so, like, we kind of um, uncovered some stuff in that time. And then we kind of, like, went our separate ways for a while. And then we, when we, like, came back and, like, started hanging out again, she, um, we did, like, a past life reading. And it was like, oh, that makes a whole lot of sense. Right. You know, and that's really interesting. But, and that was just, like, scratching the surface for me. Right. And two, just to throw in there, that it feels like to me that that is spiritual intimacy. Yes. Where it doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have to be anything other than it is. It's just this connection that you feel Mm -hmm. that you're able to sit with somebody else and explore a little deeper. Yes. Because I don't think that you would be able to understand your past lives Unless she was sitting there with you and experiencing it as well. Right. So even in the 3D world, Mm -hmm. you're experiencing her as a person. Yeah. But then on a different, like 5D or whatever, spiritually, you're going back and checking out all this stuff that's happened when your past lives. So, and I do think that that happens a lot with people as we interact every day. Yes. And that you know, bringing it into COVID when it COVID shut everything down. It's like, it's, it's hard for people to connect with people and we have to relearn how to be spiritually intimate, intimate people because we haven't really, unless you've worked in like healthcare, like you and I, that were around people even during a lockdown. But yes. And two, to say as well, that spiritual intimacy doesn't have to be positive. Yes. You can meet somebody and go, Mm-mm. nope, uh-uh, nah. Don't speak to me, don't talk to me, get away from me. Can't do it. And I have been in situations, especially with other females, in the sense of friendships. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us women um, 
growing up in this society, we kind of have a lot of um, women wounds with friendships and the cattiness and the bullying and things like that from high school that you kind of hopefully grow out of, but some people don't ever. Mm -hmm. But you can meet somebody and go, I'm not a fan. Yeah. And And that's okay. Because at first I would be like, I'm not being a spiritual person and I'm going to bypass all these feelings and I'm going to just be nice to them and I'm going to be their friend. And it usually bites me in the ass because I should have gone with my intuition and gone with my gut and connected to myself. Yeah. Be more intimate spiritually with myself as well. Exactly. And you know, it's hard when it's like a coworker that's like, you know, somebody (laughs) that you're forced to be around all the time. At least you get paid to be around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I would say the worst would be like an in-law. Oh God. Or like extended family. I'm not married, so I don't have to deal with that, but I can imagine. Can you? Oh, I can. I can. (laughs) I have. You don't have to speak from experience, but I'm just oh, saying we can all imagine at least a coworker can get paid. Yeah. And it's like you, you have to put on like the best form of yourself. Right. Even though it's like, man, this, this person really just does the wrong things to me. And I cannot like, I just cannot be the person right. for them. Like I just can't. And you know, I am not a guarded person at all. Like, I am one of those people that is vulnerable and open all the freaking time. Right. And so, for me, I have to be really careful, especially in instances where I'm around people that are like that. Because, you know, it stirs up. I have to ask myself those questions. Like, why am I getting triggered by this person? What is it that's in me that I need to evaluate that is that for some reason they're bringing up? You know, and actually it's funny. Um, so my, my daughter that has autism, she has like a million and different therapies. And so she gets, she has a, a pe- people that come to her house that do um, a therapy. And one of the people, like she has this way of how she talks to my husband and I, and she just is like, like, for instance, <laughs> we've been at this for the last like five years with her. Right. And so... We've gone to all of the classes, done all the things, read the literature. And she says to us, I have this parent training class that I think would be really good for you guys to learn a little bit more about why she's having the behaviors that she's having. And in my, I got triggered (laughs) because I'm like, Bitch, you don't think that I actually, you know, like learned about why my daughter has the trick. Do you see? Do you see like it's how like triggered? your ego comes out and be like, let me take care of this. Yes. And then you're like, hold on. Hold let's- up a minute. Right. Girl. Yeah. So, you know, I try, I, I put on like, oop, oop, there's that triggered Lorelai. Let's simmer down. And I'm like, well, thank you for that. I really appreciate you offering that to me. Um, My husband and I have actually taken quite a few courses and classes and read lots of literature on on the things that she's going through and why she's behaving the way that she's behaving. Um, So, you know, if you think that it would be necessary for us to take the class, then sure, like, you know, we, we can we can do that. But like inside, I'm just like, I will freaking slap you. Like, are you (laughs) kidding me? Right. But you know, we're putting on we're putting on the, the nice person face and not getting triggered outwardly right. 
And then she leaves and you and your husband are just... Oh, we hash it out. We're like, I cannot believe Did you see? We looked at each other. My thing is I always close my eyes because I can't look at anybody when I'm like... If somebody says something to me, I just am like... I'm just not going to look at anybody because everybody's looking at me to say something because everybody knows that I'm the outs, but I, I can't. There, with my therapist, we worked, I call it my fishing pole. <laughs> so whenever anybody just sees me just casting out an invisible fishing pole and reeling it back, oh, I'm God. reeling it back. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't think it would be wise for me to speak right now. Uh-huh. Because so, there will be lots of things. Yes. Yeah. And that is where you learn how to navigate that. And uh-huh. I think you navigated that beautifully. Thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. Whenever you feel triggered, I feel like go into business mode. Right? If you ever feel triggered, speak to people like you speak to your boss. Right? <laughs> That's the one thing that I have learned where I'm like, um, thank you for your time. I will not be involved in this conversation and I will exit. If you need anything else from me, please send me an email or don't. Thank you. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> hundred percent love that yeah so that that was i feel like one of the time most recently where i get triggered and like you know it's just something something about her just triggers me and i don't i can't articulate what it is and maybe it's just like the you know the the air of condescension in a way which is a trigger for me in any person you know but anyway um but with the the good physical intimacy yes we like that we like we like the good physical intimacy (laughs) well i will say that i as you are a married woman i am a single woman and i have experienced different types of people i am a cisgender but i'm more hetero leaning Mm -hmm. so i feel like a pansexual i don't really associate with but i can i gravitate towards everybody and I'm open if the connection feels right yes I don't care who you are but if you have negative vibes I just can't open myself up to you can do it and I think that that's something that you learn as you grow and I hope that young girls and teenage girls and young adult girls learn to connect with their body and to figure out what works and what doesn't work for them and have healthy boundaries to be able to say I just don't feel like this is a good fit Yes. But with healthy, I can say that I've been intimate with partners and Mm -hmm. I have had experiences with partner, but I have very limited spiritual intimacy that's with one partner Mm -hmm. to the point of growing and learning and healing childhood wounds and finding my past karmas and working all that stuff out. I don't know if everybody is supposed to be in union or if they do this solo. So those are questions that I have for you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if in this lifetime that is what I'm supposed to experience. So I try my hardest not to put myself in a box or put myself in this structured, strict healing process that I know a lot of us can get sucked into because we want um, expectations to be fulfilled. Right. And know that it doesn't matter who you're with. There has to be communication. There has to be, you know, energy exchange. If somebody's stonewalling, you're not going to get very far. It's just 
it's I call it the dance we dance. Yes. And it's you get to choose and create your own story who you want to dance with. Yes. And there are different tools like journaling and saying, I'm hanging out with this coworker and I feel some type of way. You come home and you journal about it and you get it all out of your system. And then, you know, a week later it happens again and you start being introspective and having the spiritual intimacy with yourself to ask yourself, like, why do I feel this way? Like, why does this keep happening? Like, what could I do? So I want to bring up the fact that you are married, so you have more knowledge in the sense of being connected with another person. Yes, yes. And that's what I am interested in because as a, I'm assuming when you were single, mm-hmm. you've had instances where you were spiritually connected with other partners. So the interesting thing about that is I got married when I was really young. Mm-hmm. I got married, not saying that people can't do that when they're really young. I just wasn't very spiritually aware when I was in my early 20s, because I got married when I was 22. Okay. Um, <clears throat> which, uh, you know, l- retrospecting that, I was like, whoop, maybe, maybe I could have waited a little bit. But here we are. And I do not regret marrying my husband. I love him so, so much. He is an amazing man. Um, but, you know, there's just experiences I feel like probably could have happened right in my you know what I mean so anyway not like you missed out on but that your path took a different course where you were with one person instead of being able to experience different people yes so I think that's what's exciting with you is you get to you get to showcase how you navigate with one person Mm -hmm. and hopefully people that want to have that monogamous type relationship can learn a little bit be like okay I don't have to do this right away because this is like the natural order of things or whatever. Like there is a profound universal timing that needs to be acknowledged and respected in this whole thing, especially when it comes to developing that relationship with another person. There has to be many components that are there that are very much present and felt and understood before you do this whole contractual agreement of marriage and everything. Right. And I, I also want to say that to the people that are like not really wanting to do the, the marriage thing, I, I am a hundred percent like, I, I love that too, yeah. because I think that marriage is not for everybody and therefore it is totally a hundred percent wonderful and embraced because I know lots of people that have very like monogamous relationships with just their life partner. Right. You know, and that is beautiful. Um, okay. So with spiritual intimacy, I'm sure people are like, well, what, what is it? And I I kind (laughs) of like, like elaborated a little bit right before we started recording. Um, so to me, spiritual intimacy is, it's not necessarily the physical contact of you with another person, Although the exchange happens in more great, like, like it's like the amplitude goes up when you have that physical contact. But it's like, it is like the, the magnetism between your chakra bodies and that exchange that happens. And in the, I feel like usually people that you meet, they're, they're usually a past life. There usually is a past life component, but it's not always necessary. You can just meet somebody that you have just a really profound connection with that is like very meaningful. And there's, it's, it's like an, you're, 
your conscious mind doesn't articulate it very well, but your unconscious, your higher self understands and they understand, but even though you can't really, either of you articulate right. it. So we call those soul contracts with mm-hmm. where it's already been the yeah. 3D you has not been aware of this, but the higher self you has already made some type of contract. Yes. So when they meet each other, they go, oh, okay. Oh. Hey, it's you. Hello, you. Yeah. I remember you, but you're like, what, who are you? I right. don't understand why and I know you. Back in your 3D body and you're like, uh, uh What's you? happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had actually had a really recent experience where I did a, a um, a past life reading on this on this gentleman and like there you know I, I immediately when I saw him it was like whoop you know what I mean like oh my okay but you know I, I do the thing where I'm like okay I, I need to stay present and I need to focus on what he needs to hear and understand and that sort of thing so anyway I do the reading and um, you know I felt very led and called to to hug him afterwards and um he's he was he was in the military for a long time and i wanted to tell him thank you for your service i didn't know why that would be very meaningful to him because i feel like a lot of service members hear that right um and a lot of times it gets kind of stigmatized and they're kind of like yeah yeah okay thanks but like i felt like i I, it came from a very like loving sacred space in me to tell him and so i gave him this really really big hug and as soon as i gave him that hug this exchange happened in our heart space, especially that was, it was very, very powerful. I mean, it's the first time that I really felt that like engagement, that reciprocation that happens, you know, because I, you know, my, my husband, I, I experienced that with him, but I am an understanding of his energy and how that works. And so with somebody else, it was a different energy, like, you know what I mean? Signature or whatever. And so it was very like, whoa, what is happening here? You know? And like, it was just very powerful. And so. Did you feel all your seven chakras light up? Dude. Were you lit up like a Christmas tree? I was lit up like a Christmas tree. It was like, bloop, 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 bloop. I'm like, what is happening right now? You know, That's this beautiful. is, mm-hmm. it was very, very, very interesting, especially the, the lower chakra energy bodies for me, because those ones are my ones that I need to work on a lot because my higher chakras right. from heart, throat, third eye, crown, even the soul star, like, I feel like those ones, those ones are spinning and bright and pretty active. So your solar plexus and your sacral and your root And my chakra? root, yes, and my earth stars. They're all, they they spin and they're, they're a bright-ish, but I feel like they go a little bit slower. Right. And that is my healing process. But when I met this person and I gave him a hug, it was like, hello, we are awake and we are alive. And I'm like, holy shit. Okay, here we are. So, you know, I, I talked to him more and kind of like uncovered a little bit more about that stuff. And we do have a lot of really profound past lives together that we like uncovered and talked in depth about. And it was very, very interesting, you know, and he's going through a twin flame relationship where there's a lot of, of heartache, a lot of pain happening, and he was experiencing a lot of heartache. And so when we had that exchange, it was like, 
you know, he was, he never gave me any bad stuff. I never felt like there was bad energy entering my space, but I felt like there was this exchange of good that helped him sort of like release some of that pain. That's awesome. Yeah. So spiritual intimacy. I feel like that is a good example of how to be spiritually intimate with somebody without that physical contact. I mean, yes, we did hug. But then, you know, there's there are times when you're just sitting in with a space somebody. with somebody and you feel that draw that exchange between your energetic bodies and it's it's like if it's powerful, it is like palpable. Right. It I mean, it's it's unreal. That. I think that's what we say when we hold space for somebody else. We yes. allow them to take off their armor and to expose whatever they need to expose if that's what they choose to do. And you see it visually where you can see like their shoulders drop and their jaw relaxes and their body feels like this weight has been lifted or you can visually see this dark entity or cloud that kind of circles away from them or it's like they're able to release whatever they're storing in their body and which causes a lot of chakra buildup and causes a lot of um, internalizing of different emotions that you're not able to release and that's spiritual intimacy because if we were to walk around and be spiritually intimate with everybody that we meet i think that the world would be either a more chaotic place or a more beautiful place it might be both yeah (laughs) maybe that's what we're dealing with like these days where everybody just has space they feel that they have space to just let it all out yeah and to release whatever they've been holding in this whole entire time and there's if you're keen to body language and keen to how people express their emotions like for me i always cry that's my thing Mm -hmm. Uh, anything that's released it's released through my eyes and I get teased for it like joking all the time Mm -hmm. because I'm like oh Julie's crying again and I'm like but happy sad angry it's just everything comes out through my eyes Mm -hmm. and it's a way for my body to regulate its emotions it's the way that my body works it's you know that I'm feeling something that I'm trying to communicate because the feeling of what I'm feeling I don't want to misinterpret anything negative. I don't think any of us who are interested in a spiritual journey, on a spiritual journey, are intending to go through our journey to hurt other people. Right. I think there's the introspective where we want to say, okay, well, what I said, the way I said it may have been too aggressive for this person, so let's change how I say that next Mm. time. Mm -hmm. Or learning what your love language is or learning how you want to be spoken to. Like, you know, people have past traumas. People have um, been in situations where they don't want to be treated or talked to that triggers an emotional flare-up from their past trauma. So Mm. um, spiritual intimacy is being able, in my opinion, to give somebody space to free flow how they're feeling and let them figure it out. But being able to say, hey, I have this tool in my toolbox. Maybe it would be helpful if you want to use it. If not, no worries. worries. If you need other tools, I have a whole bag that I've been collecting. (laughs) Like we, you know, like... I love that. Take this crystal, take this tool, like whatever you need, because 
at the end of the day, we don't want anybody to have to suffer through this human experience. Right. Right. And to be able to have a moment where you and this gentleman were able to sit in this space and to release everything that you felt brought you two together and were able to release it through your chakras and to feel it yes is the most important beautiful thing yes is one you were able to feel two you were able to acknowledge it with another person Mm -hmm. and three you were able to leave it where it was yes and that's the other thing i'm so grateful that you brought that up because it'll segue right into so most (laughs) of you may be thinking well you are in a marriage Lorelai like dare wow, you what are you doing and yes yes I am I am in a committed marriage la 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 um you know the thing the thing that was imperative to this situation is to not allow the emotions to run amok because if if you do if you I mean maybe in a situation where it was safe to do that then yeah go 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 ham you know what i mean like whatever but i was not and there are some people that are in a similar situation that they cannot they cannot divulge into their emotions and so what do you do with that well the thing is that was very helpful to me is grounding that emotion and understanding that this is how i'm feeling right now i do not want to act upon it it is not my way it is not the it is not my purpose to cause harm ever right so if if let's just say you know i decided i want to sleep with this guy i'm going to sleep with him because this is how i'm feeling then there's wounds that are created well then there's karma that's exchanged exactly and then there's the karmatic energy exchange that you have now created because you took something that was sacred and intimate in that moment and in my opinion I'm not saying that if you were to go out and sleep with another person and you're married, I don't care what you do. It doesn't affect me at all. And I don't want to shame anybody for any of right, your actions. Right. But I do think that when you are connected to source mm-hmm. and you are acting and upon this lifestyle uh-huh. where it's not about image, mm-hmm. it's more about this isn't my intention Yes. With this situation. Right. Right. And understanding that there is impact with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And my impact will affect multiple people. Right. And I do think that people who are spiritually immature Mm -hmm. will act on it because they don't know what else to do. Yeah. Because they don't know how to manage that emotion. Because they don't have the tools to navigate this experience Mm -hmm. which then causes what everybody would quote unquote call drama yes or an affair or Mm -hmm. all this stuff which whatever you do you do it like yes but just understand that if you make a choice that's a negative choice in the situation karma is created yes right and you know the way that i kind of depicted that was my my purpose in this life is to heal, is to inform, and is to bring light to people. And I felt like if I were to actually do this with this other person, it would it would cause it would cause harm, which is literally the antithesis of what I want to be doing. Right. You know what I mean? And 
also, you know, I love my husband. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I, I respect him and cherish him and his love and, and what he has for me. Um, but in the end, after, you know, I, 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 I told, you know, this, this person that I met, I'm like, okay, so there's a lot happening here. And they felt it too. Uh-huh. And I see that and I celebrate the fact that I got to meet you, that I got to experience right. this. But I can only offer you like a friendship, you know, being a friend. Platonic. And yes, because that is literally the only thing that I can I can do. Because in this three dimensional plane of existence where we have these contracts like marriages, that is that is something that we have to uphold and violating that causes harm. Right. And so I don't know what it's like in, you know, on another plane of existence. You could have that with anybody and it's fine. But where we are and what we're doing right now and in my specific situation, and like you said, you know, if if this is not you, if you have been with other people, this is no judgment on you. You, your life is your own because and we're you all do. here to learn lessons yes so if this has happened then you learn the lesson that that didn't feel good like their repercussions sometimes some people have to fall flat on their face yes to realize and have a spiritual waking of i don't want to be this person uh-huh because i don't want to be in my shadow self all the time i don't want to keep making these cho- choices out of pain maybe it's time for me to deal with my my any of the issues let's start this path and everybody i feel it's kind of like a weight loss journey let's start losing weight on monday on monday we're going to lose weight we're going to go to the gym first of the year we're going to go and they go on this path to because they are just tired of being the person that hurts other people Mm -hmm. and hopefully they're cognitive of that you are cognitive that you don't want to be that person nope I had to go through hell and back to realize I don't want to be that person either. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand it until I became more aware of my existence on this earth. Mm. Because at first I didn't understand any of it. Right. And I said, why does it matter? Like, yeah. who cares? Mm. Like, we're just going to mm. go through this and... It's like, then you realize that, oh, if I'm hurting and you realize you connect with people and you realize, oh, you're hurting too. And mm-hmm. then you realize, oh, we're going to multiply that and they're hurting and they're hurting and they're hurting. So then you go through this existential crisis where you're like, everybody's hurting. So why are we hurting? Mm-hmm. And then you meet people who are examples of what being in the light is. And you yes. meet people who exude characteristics that you want to. And you get like a moth to a flame. You Follow them because this isn't working. Yes. And that's where we say we have the light and the dark. We have, you know, the dance we dance where are we the sheep? Are we the wolf? Mm -hmm. Are we the shepherd? Mm -hmm. It's the dance we dance. Mm -hmm. It's how we get to navigate in this, if you want to call it a matrix or this game of life, you get to make your own choices. Mm -hmm. Which is the draw, I feel. The draw where you get to choose how you want to live. And then also this capacity to manifest, you know, and which is incredible.
All right, everybody, that concludes the first part of my two-part discussion with Julia Lyons on spiritual intimacy. Make sure you stay tuned in next week so that you can listen to the conclusion of this discussion on spiritual intimacy and get all the juicy details. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast so that way I can know that you are interested and loving all the things that I'm putting out there for you guys. Uh, Make sure you visit my YouTube channel so that way you can check out any new classes that I'm putting up on crystals and any divination tools classes and any new content that I put up. A lot of times my uh, podcast episodes get recorded via video so that way you can take a look at some of the crystals and some of the different things I'm showcasing there. So anyway, thank you so much for listening, you guys. I love you all so, so much. And again, stay tuned next week for the conclusion of this discussion with Julie Lyons. And until then, love and light to you all. So it was amazing that, you know, I'm sorry. Did you say Wednesday? Wednesday. Today is Saturday. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Wednesday, Wednesday April. What is it? April what? Well, the 26th. Yes, April, April, (laughs) Wednesday, April 26th. It is May 1st today. Happy May Day. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be May. Yeah, Beltana. Mm -hmm. Happy Beltane. Thank you. You're welcome. May the fire and fertility bless your life. Thank you. Mm -hmm. A pre-recorded conversation. Pre-recorded conversation. With all the juice and the... Glory. Oh, it's amaze balls. It yes, is absolutely. It was a amazing. great story. If you would like an intuitive tarot reading or a past life tarot reading, be sure to contact me at my website at www.thirdeyewithlorelei.com and third is spelled with the three R-D, not T-H-I-R-D. Or you can contact me on my Instagram account or on my Facebook account. You can DM me and we can set up some time to get your reading in as soon as possible. In-person reading is accepted at this time. Also, readings over Zoom are accepted. So make sure to contact me and let me know what you need, you guys. Love and light to you all.